Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Hello. Oh, there it is. Now it's recording. Now it's recording. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, what? It's recording. <laughs> okay. Um, We've oh, had, yeah. Already. Yes. We've had, like, crazy technical difficulties with uh, my computer. Um, for the last two shows, we had to use a laptop, which did not produce... The kind of sound quality that we were happy with, but yeah, um, we still got to do the show. So now I good. have yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was very. It's like yeah. <laughs> that um. All right. So so now we. I actually have a, a new PC. My PC was fried. Apparently, it almost my, flatlined and they yeah. went clear. <laughs> my uh, my brother called me up and he's like, "Yeah, your motherboard is burned." <laughs> There's actual scorch marks on the fucking motherboard. He's like, it's just dead. And then he goes, instead of... Because my PC was like 10 years old. And he's like, instead of investing more money into this one, just get a new one. So that's what I done did. (laughs) (laughs) I got a new one. I done did it. I done did. Done duly did it. Yeah. I bit the bullet. Hey, neighborino. Neighborino. So I I bit the bullet. I got a new one. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah but so far so good it seems to be working pretty well are you okay <laughs> i'm drinking my was, cherry pepsi i was waiting for you to second it <laughs> i can't <laughs> i can now second, second it. that yeah uh did you have a good week yeah it was all right no <laughs> my i'm still working overtime so it's almost like every day is the same. I just go in and I'm like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> Didn't I just leave here? Yes, and that's exactly right. That's you how just, I feel each morning. I just feel like I'm, I'm like, I should just bring a sleeping bag and just stay. You like just, George Costanza, build a little bed underneath, <laughs> underneath the desk. Underneath my desk. <laughs> <laughs> a little I, alarm clock, a little pillow. Exactly. I don't know how, you know, I'd eat. I guess I could forage things. From the the cafeteria, but yeah. So and I mean, I'm I'm working tomorrow, so that's another weekend. I won't. Whoa. Yeah, but I I kind of. You'll be happy hinted. when you get that check. I I will be. I hope. <laughs> I hope. Then we can get back to our store. Yeah, I've I've already kind of hinted that I'm gonna probably take the next couple of Saturdays off after this Yay. one. Is I need it. But that you know that's. That's my week. <laughs> That's my week. It's been like, I'm. It's been because I've been working so much. It's been a very uneventful week. <laughs> I it's, work, sleep, work, sleep. Yeah, just working and sleeping. That's it. Nope. I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, yeah. Um, nope. I got nothing. Nope. I got nothing. I haven't been out to see the new Batman and Superman thing. Everybody that I've talked to, except for one person. Hates it. I didn't have any intention to go see it. Uh, I, you know, I just, and I just had like a big, at least forty-five minute conversation with my husband Jay last night about. 
um, how Marvel handles their movies and how DC handles their movies. Yeah, handle. Handles. And I was like, Marvel's just much better at it. DC needs to step their game up. And it's like they're trying to... Um, yeah. I know. It's like step it tr- up. And the, well, because the 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 guy who's running the DC uh, has stated like, oh, well, nobody's interested in these old-fashioned characters, so they're trying to like update all these characters. And it's like, no, people are they want to see the character that they know. Yeah. They don't want to see Batman with glowing eyes. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to see that. But. Or all these Batman with the dark, deep voices. Yeah, I don't get that either. It's like everybody, I'm Batman. Like everybody <laughs> wants to have that gravelly thing. It's like I don't remember Bruce Wayne ever being described as having a gravelly voice. The great but... Michael Keaton never did it. <laughs> Michael Keaton didn't do it that way. <laughs> oh, me, me and Jay had a um. You'll be proud. Me and Jay had last weekend. We had like a Michael Keaton marathon thing. We, uh, cause sometimes we'll go to watch a movie and we'll watch it and then we'll try to find, like, if we have enough time, it's like, oh, we have enough time to watch another movie and we'll try to make it kind of tie into the one that we watched prior. So it's like, we'll try to find something that had, has that same, an actor from that movie or whatever. So we watched Night Shift with Henry Winkler and Michael Keaton and it was a very good movie. It's one of those movies that I think I talked about it before. It's like my dad was like, oh, you should watch Night Shift. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I finally got a copy of it crazy cheap at that store. So I was like, oh, it's pretty cheap. So if it sucks, I'm not really wasting too much money. And it was really funny. And I'm not going to. At some point, I can actually talk about it because it was it's from like 1982, I think. So at, at some point, I'll have to cover it, but. So we watched that, and then he said, we need to watch another Michael Keaton movie. Do you have another one? And I was like, well, I have, like, Gung Ho, and I missed a mom. Nice. And he goes, I haven't seen Mr. Mom in forever. It's like, then that's what we're going to watch. So we watched watched Mr. Mom, which I was laughing. I'm like, I said, (laughs) I said, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you'd know I just covered this movie a couple (laughs) weeks ago. That's why we do this. I know. I know. So I said, I literally just talked about this movie. I said, do you want to know any inside tips? <laughs> I can talk about this in depth if you'd like. So. Always watch Gung Ho and Mr. Mom together. Why together? Just. They roll. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're good. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Two of Michael's uh, greatest classics. They are good movies. Um. And in both of those movies, he works at a car, like, manufacturing plant. Weird, huh? It is. <laughs> it's weird. There's a tie-in. Besides being Michael Keaton in each one? No. Because in, in Mr. Mom, he works at the Ford Company in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And in Gung Ho, it's, like, this fictional Hadleyville. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it gives you the vibe yeah, like it's it in Pennsylvania or something. ties in. It's a similar uh, job. Well, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. I thought... You just know me. <laughs> no, yes. no, no! What I got from what I got from your your statement was that like it was the same company he worked no. for or something. No, that's why I said no. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> no. No. Fuck. Oh, uh, before I forget, 
Um, thank you, everybody, for the Twitter likes. Thank you for listening. I know we have uh, a few extra countries tuning in now, which is and awesome. We want to welcome you all. Well, welcome to everybody. Welcome. The Matt is out. <laughs> welcome, Matt. That's huge Matt for you. <laughs> welcome with open arms. Want, yeah. Thank yeah. you all for listening. Yes. Keep listening. <laughs> yeah. That'd be ideal. That'd be great. Yay. Yeah. Okay, so. We. Oui. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Shit. I'm so tired. Did you I, spill your drink? No. I almost knocked the whole can over. Okay. That would have sucked. <laughs> it might have sucked. You didn't, though. Yay. Okay, so. <laughs> Yes. Well, because I don't have, like, a ton to talk about, right? Um, and before we dive into the movie thing, just, uh, I thought we'd, we'd just small talk. Now, I'd like to talk a little bit about customer service. Yeah. <laughs> customer service. Now, I worked, uh, before I had the job I have now, many, many moons ago when I was still in high school. Um, many moon pies ago. Many moon pies. That's a much better expression. <laughs> Fucking many moon pies ago. Mm, moon pie. Oh, that makes me kind of sound like that makes me kind of feel chubby when I say that though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, many moon pies ago. Mm. You kids don't even know. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, many moon moon pies ago, <laughs> I worked uh, for a couple of retail stores. Uh, a particular retail store is actually where I met Sean and we became friends, uh, which was the only thing good that occurred from that job. It was a horrible job. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I got two friends out of that. Her and my friend Tyrone. Okay. We went to a local, you know what, should we say the name? I don't know. I'm like on the Fast fence, like if we should say it. Drive know, through place. Fuck them. Fuck them. I'm going to say the name. All right. Uh, there's a McDonald's up the street from me. Okay, and Sean's a Sean's a McDonald's guy. He likes his McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> mm. that's what the M's for. So, mm. Mm. <laughs> so I'm I'm like, eh, all right, I'll just have some nuggets, get some nuggets in me. So we were going there for business dinner, yeah, and get getting some stuff at the drive-through. And first of all, there's like 15 drive-through windows, and I don't know how they keep anything straight. I don't know how they do it. It's confusing looking. It is. But I digress. So we would go through and Sean would order his, his meal. And it, it, we'd, he'd get... What, what would you get, Sean? Uh, well, <laughs> within the uh, past month before Easter, I was always getting uh, filet of fish sandwiches for Lent. Yeah. Because I couldn't have meat on Fridays. But I can have meat now. <laughs> but whatever I get, I always ask for extra cheese. Right. How friggin' hard is it that you can't put extra cheese? Like, extra means more than one. You look at the picture that's above your heads. Each picture has a piece of cheese on it already. Now, when you charge me 30 cents or 50 cents, depending on which McDonald's I'm at, because for some reason they're all different, Right. When you charge me for that extra cheese, I want to open up the box and see 
more than one slice. <laughs> How hard is it to put two or three slices on there? I, I don't know. Did we not graduate school? <laughs> Isn't it like an assembly line anyway? It's like one person does one thing and then they slide it and another person does another thing. Yeah. That's what I see <laughs> so, when I'm standing at the thing. So what the, the fuck? Counter. So Cheese Guy is not doing his job, clearly. I was jump over that table and grab some cheese and smack him in the face with it. Smack Give him. me extra cheese, you damn dick. Slap him with my cheese. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a good album name. <laughs> You know, whatever band, slap them with my cheese. <laughs> <gasps> episode title! Episode title! Slap them with my cheese! This is writing that down. Oh, yeah, you were on point. Sean's on point. Beep. So, so he, he, like, we had to go back, like, twice. And then it happened a third time. And I pull off, because at this point, like, we know, so we're not even leaving the parking lot without checking the sandwich. So he looks at me, and he's like, he opens the thing up, he looks at the sandwich, and he's like, I gotta go in. (laughs) Like, oh no! (laughs) At the time, I got two filet fish sandwiches. I asked for extra cheese on both. Now, to them, apparently, just one slice of cheese is a half a slice of cheese. I don't know who the dimwit is that thinks, all right, I'm going to rip this piece of cheese in half and put it on the sandwich and make them think that's what it looks like in the picture. It does not. It does not. You literally got a triangle of cheese. You're supposed to see the edges just hanging over the side or melted over the side. No. I lift up the bun. I see this little rectangle right in the center of my fish sandwich. Like, what the hell? Gross. And like the sad, like it looks just like this little triangle. It looked like the little piece, like when you get like a subway sub. Yeah. They put the triangles in a row and then they like double back with it. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked. I want a full slice. <laughs> and then when I ask and pay for extra, I want at least one or two more slices. Right. McDonald's is like a billion dollar company or whatever. You assholes can think. <laughs> you You can afford to put another slice of cheese when I'm paying for it, my slice of cheese. Oh, this is fucked up. All right, so... It happens to me so often, that's why I'm so bitter about it. <laughs> he's, he's so angry. Like, when he goes there during the week, he'll take a picture of his sandwich and be like, They didn't give me cheese! Oh, it's awful. So, what we're, what we're saying is that he went to look for extra cheese. He got a little triangle of cheese. When he asked for the extra cheese, they put another triangle. So two little triangles to McDonald's means extra cheese. It's fucked up. Yeah. So you have to order extra cheese to get a whole piece of cheese. Essentially, yeah. I guess depending on which McDonald's you go to, but the one over here near where we're at now. Right. They're real cheap with the cheese now. Oh. A month ago, they were great about it. The first two weeks I got a fish fillet. Profits are down. Yeah. The first two weeks I got a fish fillet at the beginning of March, I think it was. Right. I opened it up and nice two huge pieces of cheese just hanging out on the sides and it was looking great. Then the last two weeks I get jack shit. Jack shit. I got jack shit. I have to go in there and I politely ask, but I'm holding in 
what I really want to say. Oh, the rage. Yeah. That's why it's coming out now. <laughs> That's why he's angry now. He's held it in. But, <sighs> the, I mean, the good thing is, is that we go to a different establishment now and you get full cheese. BK! BK up in this bitch! <laughs> oh, boy. I got a little cheeseburger tonight, and I got two slices of cheese. <laughs> two slices. Two. Which means extra cheese. Yeah. Because when you look at the picture, it comes with one. People have BK, and they stayed in school. They can add. <laughs> extra means more. Add on. Okay? Yes. <laughs> it's all right, so. Edit that there. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to edit? The delay. The delay, oh, well. The, this this delays in life, Sean. Mm. It's, you can't have everything instantly. So, what I thought, I, what I thought I would hope would be funny is, uh, <laughs> there's, there's this website dedicated to, like, shitty customer service experiences. Right? And unfortunately, this person didn't give a name for this post, but... It is at is it it's on a public website so I I think I'm good reading it. Um, so this is a story that they <laughs> that they wrote. Now I'm I'm gonna read the story. It's not my experience. Okay. I suck at that. She's reading. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading it. It's not me. So here it is. I was visiting my mom for the weekend and decided to go to a fast food place to get a late lunch. It is a well known fast food place. You can either drive through or park and order from your car. Pause. I call Sonic. It's got to be Sonic. Hmm. It's got to be Sonic. It's the only fast food place I can think of that you can order from your car. Unless there's something down south that I'm not aware of. They have all those weird restaurants down south. Hmm. <laughs> Sean's giving the... Hmm. I'm, try- I'm trying to remember because two years ago I went down to Florida. Did you go to Sonic? No. <laughs> <laughs> we went straight to Tallahassee. So all right then. It did I'm, stop at the Waffle House. I, oh. Yeah. Did you like Waffle House? Yeah, it was good. Did you? Uh, all right. You know what? I I probably shouldn't judge because the one I went to was kind of nasty. And from that, I have judged all Waffle Houses based on that experience. I don't, <laughs> don't. like I don't like sticky floors. Don't go back to that one. I don't even remember where it was. That's the thing. But we don't we don't have Waffle House up here and so we don't you get like an eastern North of the Carolinas. We don't have one. Yeah, you get like an eastern person down south, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is a Crystal Burger? We don't have that where we are. What the? What's going uh-huh. on with this? Yeah, Steak and Shake. What does that mean? <laughs> I want Steak and Shake. <laughs> anyway, I, so so I'm I am like ninety percent sure this post is from someone who went to Sonic. So here's the dialogue. Me. I tell my mom what I want because she's driving. Mom <laughs> presses the button. Employee number one, welcome to Sonic. <laughs> what can I get you? My mom, hi, I'd like a three-piece number 10 meal with tater tots. Oh, yeah, Sonic. Oh, yeah, it's Sonic. Good call. Tater tots. I, I didn't read these prior, by the way. I probably should have no, scanned I, them I first. saw you just bring them up. Yeah. Okay, so I want a three-piece, number 10 meal with tater tots, ranch, vanilla Dr. Pepper, oh. 
Can I also get a small order of mozzarella sticks? No. Employee number one. Is that the three-piece or five-piece number ten? Mom. The three-piece with tater tots, ranch, vanilla Dr. Pepper, also a small order of mozzarella sticks. Employee number one. Would you like fries or tater tots with that? (laughs) Stay in school. Mom. Tater tots, ranch, vanilla Dr. Pepper, small order mozzarella sticks. The smoke will be coming off my head right now. You would be fuming. (laughs) Employee, sauce? (laughs) Mom, ranch, and a small vanilla Dr. Pepper. Also a small order of mozzarella sticks. Employee, what would you like to drink? (laughs) Oh, I would have lost my shit. I would have lost my shit. Mom, a vanilla Dr. Pepper, also a side of mozzarella sticks. Employee. So I've got the number 10 three-piece combo meal with tater tots, ranch, vanilla Dr. Pepper. Anything else? Mom, a small order of mozzarella sticks, please. Nothing else. Employee. Okay, your order is blank. What size do you want that nothing else with? (laughs) Employee number two comes out after a bit with our food. Okay, I got a three-piece combo meal with tots, a small order mozzarella sticks. I threw in two or three ranch cups, a vanilla Dr. Pepper, and a watermelon Pepsi. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What the fuck? Okay, the title of this one, I feel like we're going to relate to this one. Okay, so... Here's the setup. I'm working drive through sandwiches at a popular fast food place. I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> we are in the middle of a big rush, and four of the largest premium sandwiches have been special ordered plain. We have just enough cooked meat to make them. Me and a co-worker from, uh, from, from front? Okay, the, from the registers, I guess. Mm-hmm. Me and the co-worker from front start making them. We are rapidly stacking meat and cheese. (laughs) She reaches over and grabs a bottle of mustard and puts it on the last meat patty before I can stop her. Me. Plain. Plain. They're plain. No anything. Coworker. Stops and looks down in horror. Oh, sorry. (laughs) She quickly scoops off the top patty uh, before the cheese melted to it, returned it to the grill. Then she ran back up front to work a line. I wrapped everything I could... Then had to hold the unfinished sandwiches under the warmer for two minutes until the last patty was done. All while my order line was stacking up. Wow. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> so what did the, was it like raw? No, like it was cold? Maybe it was getting cold. Oh. It's not that like, I hate cold fries. Oh, I can't I, I get pissed. And you can't really reheat them because they suck. Here's another one. This, all right, we'll do one more, and then we'll get to the, the movie. My husband orders a breakfast combo meal with a fountain drink instead of coffee. Go for him. I know. Fountain <laughs> drinks. I was like, it. Beveraged. <laughs> Cashier, poking around on the computer. I can't get it to change in the computer. You'll just have to have coffee. What the fuck? <laughs> Don't tell me what I have to have. <laughs> you have to have coffee? So, after changing his order to something that didn't come with coffee, he finishes the transaction. 
I point to the sign that says we get a free cookie if we weren't offered one. Really? Me. You're, you're that hot up? You want that cookie? <laughs> Me. I've been sitting there for like I've, weeks. Well, here we go. Me, you didn't offer us a cookie. Cashier looks at me. Well, we don't have any. Looking toward the really full cookie display, he says, oh, those are old. (laughs) (laughs) If they are, then that cashier is actually uh, doing them a favor. Ten to one, that cashier would just like, I don't want you to have a cookie. (laughs) I feel, all right, let me just read this one real quick because it it has, it's a thing about nuggets. (laughs) And I'm really hoping it's about sauce. Can I just say? Yes, you can. You can. Yes. And you will. I, oh, fucking right. I will. <laughs> you get like a 10 pack or like a five pack of nuggets. You get like one thing of sauce. One thing of sauce for nuggets. Sometimes if you had 20 piece, you only get two. What the fuck? I think that's, does it come out of their pay or something? <laughs> that's what I want to know. If you work in a fast food establishment, please let me know why. You only get one one thing of sauce. Because I feel like they're really cheap with it. Almost like as cheap as with the cheese. If you go to Mickey D's and you get a four-piece nugget, okay, yeah. you can get one thing of sauce. Yeah, I can make a one thing of sauce last four-piece nuggets. That's easy. But if you're getting 10 or 20, mm-hmm. why don't you think to yourself, as you're putting uh, everything in the bag, this might not just be a 10-piece for this one person. Right. Some people split. Yes. It's very inconvenient. One thing of sauce. Give a few more packets, people. Give okay. a variety. <laughs> I know. Sweet and sour, buffalo, and uh, barbecue. Right. Yeah. Word. Okay. I don't know what this is about. Let me just read it real quick. Me. Hi. Can I get two value meals, 12 nuggets, and two sundaes, please? No. Cashier. Sorry. We don't sell 12 nuggets. We only have them in six or 10 packs. Okay. Can I get two of the six packs then? Cashier pauses. Yeah, I guess I can do that. <laughs> Fucking seriously? Wait, let me get the calculator. I gotta see what six plus six is. Oh my gosh. Okay, so those that's the uh the customer service stories for the for the week. I think just, just a couple of them were amusing. And everybody that works in one of these places, when people ask for extra cheese, that means more than one, okay? <laughs> Sean's not going to give up. He's not going to give up. Some places when I go and I ask for extra cheese, I look at my burger and there's like five or six slices in there. I'm like, in heaven. Like, right. yes, this person was generous. To me, it's all. it all depends on who's, who's working. I guess. I some, guess. Some give a shit. Others don't. Right. Some, went, some stayed in school, some didn't. <laughs> some know two slices of cheese means <laughs> extra cheese. Okay, so... If I have a dull week next week, we'll I'll do a couple more of those. So we'll see. Yeah, this might be a regular bit. It might be. I kind of I kind of like it. Happens all the time. Yeah, I I have a couple other things up my sleeve. We might just do. saying. Just saying. Just saying. All right. So movies you got to see. Eighties edition. Dun dun dun. <laughs> this week. Police Academy. Police Academy. Now we're not fucking around here, guys. Hell no. We're gonna. We're going to cover, like... One through four. One through four. Well, this we're going to try. Well, I th- well, we're up to about 28. we got plenty of time. One through four. One through four. <laughs> <laughs> one through four. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. Yes. I think so. And it'll... So it's like the whole... I would say trilogy, but it's four, so that's not right. Quad. The quad! 
going to do the Police Academy quad. It's like the four pack on the DVD set. Right, because they put the four good ones on there. Yep. Not the then if you want the others. <laughs> the others. Five, six, and seven. They went up to seven? Yeah. I thought they only went up to like five. No. Five. Five was assignment Miami Beach. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, from that point on, they didn't have Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. So someone that played Commandant Lasad's nephew, that was a cop down in Miami, mm. he mm. kind of filled in Steve's part for the rest of the films. Wow. Okay. Steve was smart to pull out. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably tired of doing sequels. I'm sure. I'm sure. He had three men and a baby sequels to make, so. Yeah. <laughs> he was busy. Busy. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Do, 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 do. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's anyways time to go. We're going to start off with number one, which is yeah. where you should start off. <laughs> that would be a good way to start. Good way to start. All right, please get to me. You, you going to do it? You want me to do it? You can do it. Well, I'm not prepared. That's all right. Just... <laughs> I'm not prepared. <laughs> notes. He's got notes. You do one, I'll do two. Okay. okay. I'll do three, you do four. Oh, that seems fair. Four is your favorite. Is it? Citizens on Patrol. Oh, I think it is. Yeah? I think it is. That's the one with the balloon. I gotta watch them again. That's hmm. the problem. All right, so... Monday. Monday. <laughs> Monday. Okay, so Police Academy is from woo, March 1984. Yeah, um, my month. <laughs> apparently made $8.6 but it went up against a lot of... Like, it went up against Ghostbusters and Gremlins and... A lot of big movies. Yeah. Each of these had that same issue. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. A lot of good movies came out during each of these, and this was 84, 85, 86, 87, so... Okay. Well... Best time. <laughs> so they filmed it, apparently, in um, Hamilton, on Ontario, Canada, which isn't it supposed to be like a New York... They make it look like New York, New yeah. New York, yeah. So when you watch the open scene, you think you're looking at the Twin Towers. Right. I've noticed things like, like with the older films, when they want to make something look like New York, they always go to Canada. <laughs> I don't know why. I've never been personally. So I don't know. I've been to Toronto. Have you? When um, one of the WrestleManias was up there. Oh. I even brought you back a shirt. You did. I probably have it somewhere still. I assume that I do. Is this, um, are you going to talk shit about yeah. Roger Ebert? All right. I'll talk shit about Roger. No. He's not around, so we can talk shit. Oh, that's sad. All right. Okay, so. <laughs> shut shut has no fucking sympathy. Like, you just jumped off the fucking sympathy train, climbed on board the <laughs> Fuck You Express. Yes. Right there. With both fingers up. <laughs> <laughs> both fingers up. Oh, you stone cold me. Shit. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is what apparently Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times gave it zero stars out of out of zero out of four. That's rough. Yeah. Not even a half? <laughs> Not even a half? You know those critics. Yeah. So he said, it's really something. It's so bad. Maybe you should pull your money and draw straws and send one of you guys off to rent it so that in the future, whenever you think you're sitting through a bad comedy, you can shake your head and chuckle tolerantly and explain you don't know what bad is. That's kind of weird. <laughs> they don't know what good funny comedy movies are. 
I'll talk about the years. Well, I hear. I think critics are more tougher these days than they used to be. It's because it, if something doesn't have subtitles, mm-hmm. they're not happy with it. Or it's not, it's not like a serious film. drama. So, oh, I hate it. Yeah. Hated it. <laughs> Hated it. Okay, so real quick, it stars... Two snaps, a twist, and <laughs> a kiss. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's directed by Hugh Wilson. Hugh Wilson is one of the creators of WKRP in Cincinnati. And Baby, <laughs> if you ever wondered, wondered, whatever became of me. And he... Uh, Been living on the air in Cincinnati. I'm never going to get through this. I'm never going to get through this. <laughs> Uh, and he wrote and directed most of the episodes. Anyway, it stars Steve Gutenberg, Kim Cattrall, Bubba Smith, George Gaines. The late George Gaines. Ah. Unfortunately. Yes. And... That was a sad loss. Yeah. Yeah, he died recently. At, uh, 98. Well, no, well he was, yeah. He was 98 years old. Okay. Because <laughs> I was like, he died recently, and then you were like, yeah. 98, and I'm like, Not no! 1998. It wasn't fucking 1998, dude. It was this year. Shit! Um, <laughs> and Michael Winslow, who Sean actually just met, uh, did you meet him last year? Um, last 98. November. <laughs> <laughs> last November 98. Last November of 1998. All right. So I will run the plot down. I'm looking for, like, the synopsis here. Oh, oh boy. It starts off with uh, Steve Gutenberg's character, who is uh, Carrie Mahoney. Right. Same last name as me. <laughs> Mahoney! Mahoney in the house! He's, um, he's working on a job as a... Uh, a valet at a parking lot. And this dickhead with a, uh, a toupee for a hair comes driving in with his uh, Trans Am, demanding Mahoney to park his car, but the whole lot's full. Right. So then he says, where's the manager? Of course, you know, he's being a jerk and, sir, lot's full. I can't park. Find a spot, butt breath. Butt breath? That's, That's not even a good insult. <laughs> it's 84. <laughs> All right. All right. But manager comes out, tells Mahoney to find a space or he's fired. Mm-hmm. And he just jumps in the uh, Trans Am and drives off. And then next thing you know, he's doing the Dukes of Hazard, driving <laughs> on the two wheels. He parks right like diagonally in between mm-hmm. two cars. So then he gets in trouble. Now, his father used to be a cop. And he worked, or I think his partner's with the uh, captain, who you will see talking to Mahoney a little bit after that scene. Okay. So he, he kind of looks out for Mahoney. So he gave him an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Either, like, he's tired of helping him out all the time, so he's either got two options. Go to jail or oh. go join the academy. Mm. And he, he doesn't like the thought about being a cop, and he doesn't want to be a cop, but it's kind of like his punishment if he goes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the training would be good for him. I guess, yeah. So he gets in, he, gets, he has to go. And he's um, constantly trying to get himself thrown out. But eventually, he kind of has a change of heart and decides to stay. Oh. Oh. Because he kind of, he fell in love with Karen, who uh, is played by Kim Cattrall. So he's kind of digging on her. You want to see her doing that one. <laughs> really? hmm He also becomes uh, friends with fellow cadets, uh, Lavelle Lavar- Jones, played by Michael Winslow. He makes all kinds of cool sound effects and stuff like that. And he was arrested with Mahoney before they came to the academy where Mahoney pulled some strings with Reed to let Jones go with him. 
to Ly- the academy. Lion's saying that he's his personal physician. Right. And he can't go anywhere without him. <laughs> right. Uh, Michael help. Winslow's a really cool guy to meet, though. Okay. When I told him my last name was Mahoney, yeah, he stood up at the table, went around the table, shook my hand, and said, it's an honor to meet an actual Mahoney. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So he also get, becomes friends with uh, Taco Berry, played by David Graff. Was, John's was, nodding his head, yes. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of an, a gun-obsessed uh, adrenaline junkie uh, who was an ex-security guard. And a military veteran. There's um, Hightower. He's played by Bubba, Bubba Smith, who's like this really tall dude <laughs> who has, I think, superhuman strength. <laughs> they kind of like, <laughs> they over exaggerate how strong he is. And he yeah. can like pick up cars and shit. <laughs> well, he actually does in uh, the first one. He tips a car over just by himself. <laughs> and if you're a big fan of uh, Married with Children, he was actually in an episode. Oh, was he? Yep. When uh, Al got a job at the uh, high school as a security security guard. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fun. Mahoney's becoming friends with all these people, and he decides he's going to help Hightower prepare, prepare for his critical driving test. Because before that, he hasn't driven a car since he was 12. <laughs> 12? Mm-hmm. So they go for a practice drive the night before the exam by stealing the, uh, Cadet Copeland's car, and they're chased <laughs> by police for crashing into another car and speeding. But Hightower manages to escape, and in the process, he he greatly improves his driving skills. <laughs> Overnight. So after he passes the test, Hightower is obviously very thankful. Um, unfortunately, immediately afterwards, Copeland racially insults the fellow cadet Hooks yep. for accidentally running over his feet during the driving test. Oh, uh, Hooks played by Marion Ramsey. So he she runs over his feet or something, and Hightower is offended, and he lifts and overturns the police car, in which Copeland is seated. Is seated, despite Harris's demands and Hook's pleas for him to stop. So Harris promptly ejects Hightower from the academy, much to Mahoney and the other cadets' dismay. <laughs> and <laughs> Lieutenant Harris is played by G. W. Bailey. Yes. Who have you seen the movie Mannequin, with Andrew McCarthy? G.W. Bailey's in that as a security guy with a dog. Is he? He is. Huh. <laughs> also, he was in two episodes of WKRP and Cincinnati. <laughs> Yay! I will bring that We're back. connecting. Ah, connecting. He's been in a ton of shit. What was the Punky Brewster? He was in Punky Brewster. Was he? Yeah. Hmm. I forget. I haven't watched any of that in I think years. so. Wasn't he? Even though Soleil Monfry is on my long list of crushes I have. <laughs> Sean's crushes, we can't forget. Okay, so shortly after this, Mahoney and Barbara are having lunch in the cafeteria. They're talking about Hightower getting kicked out, and Mahoney's fed up with this whole mess. Um, but he refuses to quit. He's too legit. He's too legit to quit. Blakes and Copeland attempt to get Mahoney to fight them so that they could give Harris a reason to expel him. But Mahoney's like, nope, I'm not going to do it. Having enough of their misconduct towards Mahoney, Barber stands up for him and shocks everyone by throwing a punch, hitting Copeland with a lunch tray. After watching <laughs> Copeland faint, an offended Blanks punches Barber back for foiling it, which promptly gets Mahoney involved in a brawl with them. Yeah. After the fight, Lieutenant Harris asks them who started it. Mahoney takes the blame for throwing the punch to protect Barbara, 
which finally gives him a green light to expel the most despised cadet. <laughs> so before he leaves, uh, he a major riot breaks out downtown, inadvertently caused by Cadet Fackler. Yep. Fackler. Who always attracts accidents to others around him. <laughs> and the guy that played Fackler, his name is Bruce Maller, M-A-H-L-E-R. Okay. I think I'm saying it right. I'm sure you are. Uh, for all you horror fans like me, he was actually <laughs> in uh, one of the Friday the 13th movies. He was in part four. Word. Yeah. That's M- Mahoney. Mahoney decides to join the Academy students in in the mission, uh, resulting in police emergency forces and the cadets into action for the first time. They're accidentally transported to the very epicenter of the rioting instead of a planned peripheral area. During the riot, one of the criminals manages to steal two police revolvers from Blakes and Copeland. The two... Because they're dumbasses. Yeah. The two run and hide from the criminals, but to their horror, end up at the Blue Oyster Bar. (laughs) I love that little song. It's called El Bimbo. Okay. So, Barbara manages to avoid the rioters, but finds herself confronted by the men who bullied him. Uh, while he was working at a picture developing booth and are now apparently stealing some furniture. Um, despite their attempts to bully him again, Barbara gives them a beating after having learned self defense. He whips their ass. <laughs> like five of them against one of him and he kicks all their butts. So an outlaw with a stolen with the stolen police handguns proceeds to capture Harris in the confusion. Proceeds. Taking the officer to the roof <laughs> of a nearby building as a hostage. Mahoney attempts a rescue but is taken as a second hostage. Just as both are about to be killed. Oh my god, they'll be killed! No! Just as they're about to be killed, Hightower suddenly appears on the rooftop. Woo! The guy asks Hightower, what do you want? He's like he got he has his arms raised up. I want to watch you off these pigs. That's what he says. <laughs> oh, dear. It's like, all right, which one do you want me to do? So then right. Hightower is like, hmm. He leans over next to them both. Ten Harris is using his eyes and his head and kind of nodding over towards Mahoney. Like, <laughs> kill him. Right. <laughs> Leave me, kill him. The former cadet manages to fool the madman into thinking he is a fellow crook and demands that he kill Harris. When the criminal tries to pull the trigger, Hightower knocks him unconscious. He falls down the stairs. When he wakes up, to kill Hightower, Hooks quickly apprehends him by entering the back door to the building, which she attempted to se- tell Sergeant Callahan about earlier, but she couldn't be heard. <laughs> Mahoney and Hightower are both reinstated as cadets, graduate from the academy a few days later for their rescue of Lieutenant Harris and capture of the kidnapper. They also receive the academy's highest commendation with medals. Hooray! Yeah. So that is Police Academy. <laughs> uh, whole, Normally I don't give away the ending, but... The whole gimmick with Hooks, though, is she's like this uh, little little woman with a very soft voice. Right. And she can't really talk any higher than this. Mm-hmm. Until the very end when she gets that guy. Because then she's got a tagline that she uses throughout all the movies. Okay. I, I have something about that. So, Hook's voice was apparently inspired by Michael Jackson. <laughs> I swear to you. Actress Marion Ramsey developed Hook's unique voice after meeting the King of Pop. In the movie's DVD commentary, she described the moment where her character stands up for herself, yelling, Don't move, dirtbag. 
um, as catching the sound tech off guard who was accustomed <laughs> to Hook's much meeker voice. <laughs> well, you listen to her talk so soft all throughout the movie. And right. all of a sudden she's yelling, don't move, dirtbag! So Steve Gutenberg was not the first choice to play Mahoney. Can you? I know. Shit. Can you guess who they were looking at to play Mahoney? Uh, since it's 84, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> Tim Curry? Um, n- no, I wish. <laughs> I wish. I'd put... Tim's been I, popping up in all the other ones that we If I had the power, out. I would put Tim Curry in everything. everything yeah. In everything. And I'd be happy to do so. I'd be happy to do so. So, apparently, they were... The first person they were looking at was Bruce Willis. All right. The second was Michael Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> He could have done it. Yeah. Keaton man could do it. <laughs> Keaton man could do it. So Tom Hanks, also, mm-hmm. and Judge Reinhold. <laughs> Judge yeah. Re- Judge Reinhold just missed it. Ah. Oh. He lost it to Gutenberg. Is that not fucked up? Most of them, I can see them almost having a similar, like the way they act and talk and the humor. It's very mm-hmm. similar to Steve's in that movie. So yeah. I think a lot of them could have pulled it off. Yeah, I think so. Um, with the exception of Bruce Willis, I don't know how mm-hmm. his comic timing really is. He's, I mean, he's known for a lot of action stuff. Yeah, and diehards and all that. Yeah. So, I don't Die hard, die harder, die hardest, <laughs> die anytime, die now. Fucking die now. Just die. Why won't you die? Die now. That's the finale. Why won't you die? Do you want to bother to try to do part two? We're at like 47 now. Yeah, we'll do two. We can probably get two done. Yeah, we'll do two tonight. We'll do two next week. Okay. So that brings us over. (laughs) The police scary two. Their first assignment. Yay. I don't really need to go over the cast because the entire cast from the first one is pretty much in the second one. Yeah. But the main changes are instead of G.W. Bailey's uh, Lieutenant Harris character, they have uh, Art Metrano, who plays Captain Mauser or Lieutenant Mauser. He's pretty funny too. I haven't really seen much of uh, other films that he's in, but I heard he's really good. But he was pretty funny in this. <laughs> and we're also introduced in this one to Colleen Camp. Oh, Colleen Camp, who was in Clue. Clue. She played a vet. She did. She was hot. And we also get to see Howard Hesman. Oh, I love Howard Hesman. And now that you mentioned about the WKRP connection, <laughs> that's probably how he got this part. He played a captain. Captain Pete Lassard, he was a brother of Commandant Lassard, which is George Gaines. And in the Police Academy 2, we also get to see Bobcat Goldwaith as Zed, who was a leader of the uh, street gang that they're trying to take down in this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was trying to see if I left anybody out. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, did I? But we're also uh, introduced to Lance Kinsley, who played uh, Sergeant Proctor, who uh, mm-hmm. was pretty much Captain, I mean, uh, Lieutenant Mauser's right-hand dude. Steve Gutenberg, Bubba Smith, David Graff, Michael Winslow, Bruce Mayer, and uh, Marion Ramsey. They're all called in to help bring down the street gang led by Zed in part two. But uh, before they called in, you can they give you a kind of a clue of what they're all doing, being just out of graduation, like who's working where, 
Tackleberry's being like a crossing guard outside of school. <laughs> it's almost time for the bell to ring, and he's telling the kids, "Come on, move it, move it, move it." <laughs> he's like yelling at little kids, like six years old. If I was them, I'd be terrified. Well, they better move it. <laughs> you got to learn. Traffic's not going to wait for you. No. Learn it at an early age. And then uh, after you see the kids cross past him, you get to see Jason Harvey. He plays uh, really a trouble, like a little troublemaker kid, who's about to get dropped off by his mom. She tells him that, "Oh, I want you to go straight to class." And he's like, "Why should I?" And she's like, "Because I said so." And then he's like, "Big deal." Oh then, so yes. You mind your manners, Mister. And he's like, "I don't have to." Bird face. I remember now. Calling your mom a bird face. <laughs> and then she gets out and she goes gets Tackleberry to scare him. That was pretty funny. Yeah, now now that I'm like I I, I got it in my head now. Mm-hmm. I was like I was I wasn't with you before and I caught up. Back then, I think Jason Harvey was making a lot of little cameo appearances in movies. Yeah, because he was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Was he? Yep. Someday I'll have to sit and watch that again. <laughs> I haven't seen that in so long. Which one? The Big Adventure. The oh, that's yeah. the one with the bike, right? Ah, a bike. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> See, the film was the 11th high, highest grossing film in the U.S. in 1985, with a total of $55.6 million in over 1,613 theaters. The film faced strong competition in early 85 in the U.S. from such high-profile comedy releases as Back to the Future, oh. Goonies, oh. Fletch, oh, shit. Brewster's Millions, which had Richard Pryor in it. I don't remember and John that Candy. One. Desperately Seeking Susan, which had Madonna. Right. Porky's Revenge. Oh, jeez. Prissy's Honor and The Sure Thing. Oh, that's a good movie. The Sure Thing. Well, there are, there are actually the there's a lot of good movies in that thing. Like yeah. no wonder it didn't did it, it didn't make a ton of money. Yeah, those other ones yeah, just killed it, it. It totally got lost in the shuffle there. No wonder. If I realized Back to the Future was first, I would have went, Great Scott! <laughs> oh, missed opportunities. <laughs> Which one is the one with David Spade? Which one has David Spade in it? Four. Four. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. I think I, I think I realize now why that one's my favorite. There's a particular scene in that one that I really love. Read that part about me again, Arnie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You never know what Zed's real last name is. Like really? You never, you, you never hear it, but I saw it in this thing that I printed out. Um, Zed McGlunk. McGlunk? Yep. Oh. The gang's known as the gosh. Scullions. Okay. I got nothing for that. <laughs> I got nothing. But some some of the uh, the other characters that you start liking in the first one, mm-hmm. like Mahoney becomes good friends with this guy that uh, he's roomies with in, in the first one. Mm-hmm. He acts like he has a... Uh, Hispanic accent, but he uses it to get girls because it does make himself appear more sexy. Okay. Like his name's actually George Martin, but he calls himself Martin or something like that. <laughs> what a strange thing. Um, but you don't see him in the next one or any other, which was kind of sucky because he was pretty cool. You end up liking the guy. But in each one, you kind of see someone else appearing. But then you don't see them again afterwards. Like Mahoney's, Mahoney's partner in part two, uh, you don't see him again after this one either. Who was his partner in part two? 
I just saw it. <laughs> I forget his name. Is it the big guy with the dog? Yeah. Oh, shit. The big guy with the dog. What was the dog's name? Lou. Lou. What's up, Lou? Uh, you haven't found it yet, have you? No, I just saw it a minute ago, too. God. Damn. Darn it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have enough. I can't keep going. Oh, here you go. Officer Vinny Stuhlman. Okay. Almost sounds like a stool sample. <laughs> Stuhlman. Stuhlman. That's not, not too much to tell now. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Everybody's brought in to get Zed in, in the gang. Okay. One of the continuous things that you see in each one, mm-hmm. you keep getting referred back to the Blue blue Oyster Bar. Yes. And you always hear the El Bimbo theme. Da, 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 da. <laughs> nice. Mahoney and them, they always trick certain characters to the party's going to be at the Blue Oyster Bar or uh, the meeting's going to be at the Blue Oyster Bar or something like that. <laughs> right. And it's uh, supposed to be a gay bar. So <laughs> that's like the whole part of the uh, the gag. Right. Getting them to go to the gay bar. The uh. the role of Proctor almost went to somebody else in this one. Tim Curry. <laughs> if I had my druthers, Sean, yes, Tim Curry. He'd play every character. He could do anything magnificently. I wish Tim was listening. He is awesome. No, it went to a different actor. Uh, well, no, it was going to go to a different actor. Who? Bill Paxton. Hmm. Apparently, he turned it down because if he had said yes in the contract, he would have been required to do all sequels. Oh. And he wanted to do Aliens. Hmm. So he turned it down. Good choice. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Good for him. So apparently... Aliens was big. (laughs) It was. So apparently, there's a scene where Hooks punches Proctor in the jaw. Yeah. Apparently, that's a real punch. She landed (laughs) by accident. Exactly. Yeah, and they just kept it. That's fucked up. So I'm trying to I'm trying to like find all the stuff. Yeah, because Hooks was um, she was like in the communications room. Uh, Mahoney was undercover, trying to be one of the gang, trying to get in there. He had like one of those Mister Microphones taped up on him. Yeah. And all of a sudden, uh, well, Zed's talking to him. All of a sudden, you hear like a baseball game being played. Uh, it's coming from Mister Microphone. Oh, right, right. So now yeah. he's in trouble, and everybody at the, uh, their stakeout positions, they hear that he's in trouble. So she's, like, talking into the microphone at the base, saying, Mahoney's in trouble. And <laughs> Proctor puts his hands over the mic. What are you doing? And she's like, I'm calling for assistance. Mahoney's in trouble. He's like, Mahoney <laughs> is suspended. You would do nothing of the kind. <laughs> and she just smacks him right in the face, and he's unconscious on the floor. I actually, although he's supposed to be like the bad guy, I always liked Proctor. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a simple, just weird dude. There's, so... a, there's a great Proctor moment in part four that I like. <laughs> you know those uh, scientific things, uh, like four little silver balls? Yes. You pull one back. Don't, don't you ever touch my balls without asking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't touch those. <laughs> so apparently actor Tim Curry. Kazarinski, mm-hmm. who plays uh, Sweet Chuck, was originally only in, atten- uh, intended to appear in the opening scene, but the director enjoyed the chemistry he had with Bobcat, so they actually <laughs> created the character while they were filming the movie. Yeah, because Zed, Zed's character kind of bullied him and just took his money like almost every time. 
Right. Or at least that's how it seems to, to go off. So at the start of the movie, you see Tim's closing up his shop. Because he's got like a, um, like a furniture or lights, you know, lamps and ceiling lights and all that type of shop. Mm-hmm. So he closes up shop and then he goes to the ATM. And then Zed and his gang shows up behind him. He's like, give me the money. <laughs> and then, ah, hey, box, my business is slow. Get a new business. I'll move out of the neighborhood. <laughs> and then like screaming in each other's face. So Michael Winslow, David Graff, and George Gaines, respectively, are the only actors to appear in all seven Police Academy movies. And Winslow actually goes a step further as he's the only actor to appear in all seven movies and also a regular role on the Police Academy TV series. Yes, he did. (laughs) I second that. Seconded. Seconded. Good for him for sticking it out. Here we go. Here's a, here's a, this is a good piece of trivia for you. Although Proctor's first name is never mentioned in any of the movies, it does appear in the script for the movie. The description of his first scene refers to him as Sergeant Carl Proctor. Carl. Carl! Yeah, right here it's Sergeant Proctor. Yeah. On the uh, thing I printed out. Interesting. Yeah. Hey, there we go. So part two came out March 29th. Didn't, didn't you say the first one came out March? Yes. Second one March is the Police Academy month. I guess. Box office it made sixty one point six million. Not sure if that's domestically. <laughs> Not saying. Shit. Okay. So here's one last bit of trivia. That's kind of interesting, I guess. So the service station attendant is reading a copy of the Wrestler magazine. It was written into the scene by Barry W. Blaustein who is a pro wrestling fan and would later go on to direct Beyond the Mat. <laughs> Supposedly the WWF movie 99 that, quote, Vince McMahon didn't want you to see. Right. <laughs> sure he didn't. Sure he didn't. Right. <laughs> sure Smoking didn't. a pancake? <laughs> what did you just say? Smoking a pancake? What is that from? <laughs> That's Dr. Evil. Oh, okay. Sure. I think that was the third Austin Powers. All right, so that was Police Academy 1 and 2. I, uh, I'm i just summarizing 2. We actually, um, we have like 15 minutes left. All right. Could we... Open mic. Open mic night. It's open mic night. I was going to say, do you want to try to wag out the next one? But... <laughs> <laughs> we'll do 3 and 4 next week. All right. Three next and episode. Four, three, and, 3 and 4 will be up next week, I guess. We'll be a little more prepared, too. <laughs> I, I was fucking prepared, dude. I had it. I, originally, I had a whole list of shit. I don't know. It got deleted. I don't know. You know, I happen. did. I did what I wanted to do. I wanted to wing it and talk from remembering watching it over and over all throughout the years. Yeah. But that's, I still feel like maybe I could have read some from the thing I printed out. But I print my stuff <laughs> out from Wikipedia. Anyone can go on Wikipedia and check it out if you want to. Well, no, it, you gave a first-hand account. Yeah. Which is better. This which is, is better. Please cat me. I've seen this so many damn times, all of them. Well, <laughs> at least up to four. Well, yeah, well, because past four is shitty. Oh, yeah. I'll just hold my head. <laughs> I'll just sit here and hold my head. I'll, I'll tell you one good thing. If you get the DVD set that has five, six, and seven. Okay. one good thing about that. What? You get to watch uh, National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon. <laughs> oh, that's on that? That's like the... Oh. That, 
finishes out the the four and the four. And you pack. know what? The guy who plays Proctor is in that. Oh yeah. He's in, uh, was he's in that? He has that scene with Samuel L. Jackson. He's like, it's tingling. It's, does that mean it's working? <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that movie. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a load of weapons. A good movie. Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez, Samuel L. Jackson. Whoopi Goldberg's in it. Whoopi Goldberg's in it for a minute. Tim Curry's in it. Tim Curry. Tim Curry's in it. William Shatner is the bad guy. Yep. Dennis Leary's in it for a minute. Where is the <laughs> microfilm? <laughs> right. What? The, the microfilm. microfilm. I don't know anything about no microfilm. Right. <laughs> Gotham wasn't on this week. That was kind of sad. It's back next week. This coming week. Yay. Yeah. There's there's all kinds of like, oh. So we're uh, going to see Bruce, Bruce this time. Bruce is supposed to go home, I think. I don't want to spoil anything. I just heard maybe he might be going back. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, enough of the outdoor life. I was like, I was like, he had enough of camping. Now he's got to go home. Didn't even score a cat. I thought, <laughs> gross. I thought for sure they were going to drag that out for the rest of the season. I thought so too. I thought so. Even that no for Alfred. Don't look for me. I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. It's almost nope. like he's trying to say, I got to find myself. Well, he could have just said that instead of being. <laughs> dinkish about it be like yeah. don't come looking for me i'm a weepy teen you are here <laughs> you are here earth uh my agent's of shield was awesome awesome and it uh there was a scene near the end where uh phil colson has this look on his face and i totally made a meme of it <laughs> i made a meme i posted it on my i posted it on my personal page i should post it to our uh to our twitter i think i posted it to the twitter actually it's this look he has, and it's like, oh, and it's like, what's it say? That look on your face when people say Happy Friday and you have to work on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and he had, like, his reaction to what went on at the end of the show. Everybody was tweeting him, like, oh, my God, your your reaction was just hilarious. Oh, my. Like, the look on your face. And um, he goes... You sent me one. And he goes... I That's have right. to give it up to my folks for giving me this face. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Shit, I don't have it. Uh, the, um, it's a, in May is the finale, the season finale. And it's going to be a two hour nice. season finale. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be epic. Sweet. And I'm happy. That's wizard. That it is wizard. It's fucking whiz, whiz, wizard. <laughs> And because uh, Captain America Civil War starts the beginning of May, I think it's like May 6th it comes out, I'm certain that whatever storyline they have is going to tie into that and it's going to be epic. Pissa. Anyway, I hope so. <laughs> I hope it will be nice and pissa. So what else, what else am I watching? I'm almost done with Red Oaks, which is kind of sad, but I'm hoping the, the new season will be starting up soon. We're like not even, not even knee deep in Daredevil yet. Uh, Sean, Sean, and I watch it like what is it, like every other Monday when we hang out. Yeah, and uh, so we're only we're only up to like episode four or something, but that's totally fine because if there's another season, it won't be won't come out until next year. So mm -hmm. there's no point in binge watching it. I can wait. Yeah, space it out. <laughs> Pretty soon, everything's gonna be on hiatus anyway. So we need something to entertain <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> like, yep. Are you guys watching anything? Empire. You watching Empire? I don't watch. I don't watch that show. It's really good. 
Is it? Mm-hmm. It's one of the... All right. You know how I feel about Bruce and Gotham? <laughs> yes. One of the kids of the family in Empire. Yeah. I can't stand him either. Oh. You can't <laughs> like Every show has you. one. Every show has got that one character who's just like, oh. Are they really... You, you uh, really need all that screen time? Unless unless you're watching uh, Hell's Kitchen with um, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. I couldn't stand the entire cast this season. Oh, I don't watch... I don't At watch least the... three quarters of them are just annoying assholes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Most of the pricks are gone. Well, I guess that's good. I haven't dipped into Hell's Kitchen in like a few seasons. Yeah, I'm missing anything. Yeah. He's, he, at one point he had like eight shows on TV. Mm-hmm. Now he's only got, what, three? It's, it's like one at a time, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Hotel Hell is coming back. I was wondering if he's going to do that. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he was just going to stop. Yeah, it's coming back. I don't know when the hell it's coming back. May? Maybe May or June. Oh, uh, maybe, maybe one of our friends knows. <laughs> well, no, because <laughs> I, I told Joe when it was coming back. Oh, you told so, him? Yeah, so he, he knows it's he, because of me. He usually tells us first, like uh, no, no. two and a half months in advance. Nope. I jumped on board that <laughs> express. I was like, boom, <laughs> this one is coming back. Look. Beat you. Beat you. Is that all you're, is that all you're dipping into right now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's other shows that we watch, but. No. Anything good? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> Nothing exciting. <laughs> you don't binge watch anything? We used to binge watch a show on Netflix called um, Supernatural. Okay. It's been out now for like 12 seasons. Wow. We're only on like season three. You yeah. don't watch it anymore? We kind of do periodic sprats okay. or whatever it's called. All right. We That's stopped binge watching that for a little while, and then all of a sudden we get into something else. Hmm. Okay. Not much right now because Tab's in school and we don't really watch too much TV together. Hmm. Jay and I have that problem too. He, his schedule and my schedule, it's like we only get to sit down together two nights a week. So, which is, which is kind of good because then I can watch really whatever I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't have to do, I don't have to please the crowd <laughs> on that one. Tab, Tab's got her class right now on Thursdays and she's got a lot of studying to do most of the other nights. Yeah. There's a couple nights that we'll watch a few things and some of them is uh, Ellen DeGeneres. I... Oh, I, Thursday is my Big Bang Theory. Bang! So, that's all I watch. Oh, you know what I have? I can get, um, oh, what are we doing on time? Oh, shit. Uh, I can get on my uh, my receiver. I can get Canadian channels. Hey. Canadian, eh? Sorry. I can get Canadian channels and... One of the cool countries listening to us. Yes, Canada. And, well, what's funny about Shout that out. is I, I get to see commercials for stuff, and I'm like, oh, my God, what is that? And my uh, my friend Tina uh, has family who lives in Canada, and she actually told me that there's a thing you can do and get Canada Dry delivered right to your door. Oh. And I'm like, what the? F- that's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I want in. I want in. <laughs> we still got to get more Cokes, too. Oh, we do. I know. We got to get on that. That one labels. So... I get uh, Canadian versions of a couple of TV shows, and there's a show called Mystery Diners, and I've seen it on American TV. I think it's on like the Food Network, and basically it's this. Oh, let me run the plot down for you. It's this guy, and people hire him to go into their restaurant when they want to investigate their staff. Does he go or, undercover? Yeah, and like weird, 
stuff's going on, so they're like, hi, this Ooh, guy, and he like stuff. And he hi, he comes in with his crew, and they figure stuff out. So I fucking... And they usually will do a marathon on Thursday nights. So right after Big Bang, I'll flip over to my can- Canadian channel and binge watch Mystery Diners because it's so fucking funny. <laughs> there was one with this guy, and he owned two restaurants within like a block of each other. And right above one of them, he had an apartment. And he was noticing when he was coming back into town, because he was out of town a lot. He was only in town like six weeks out of the year. So he was noticing like... His allergies would kick up and, like, it would just be weird in the apartment and stuff like that. So he called this guy. His name is Charles. So he brings his team in and they, they hook up all these cameras and stuff. And it comes to find out the staff, one particular member of the staff, the manager of one of the restaurants. He manages. He was trying to manage. <laughs> he was renting out this guy's apartment for the day or for, like, a few days at a time while this guy was out of town. And oh, just, sounds like the money pit. And just allowing <laughs> anything to happen. Anything to happen. Like, these people went in and they just partied and messed up the toilet. Hey, hey. And this poor guy is watching the video footage and he's like, I want to cry right now. <laughs> he's like, I don't want this this guy in my bathroom. This is disgusting. <laughs> That's one of the main reasons why when I was younger, yeah. my parents went to the Cape Cod uh, on vacation for two weeks. Yeah. That's why I never threw a, I never threw a party. <laughs> I'm not gonna worry about people, even ones that I didn't invite, come by into my house. Yeah. And destroy my parents' stuff and oh. dirty up the carpets and everything. They'd have to explain that later. That's... Nope, that wasn't me. Nope, nope, wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. Hey, wasn't me. So it's, it's kind of funny. Like, And Jay will come home right in the middle of it, and he'll be like, what's going on with this one? Like, He knows I'm watching it now, and he'll come running in the door. What's happening? It's a funny show. It's Well, it's not supposed to be funny, but I find <laughs> it fucking funny. It's like, oh, are you stealing from me? And you probably could have figured that out yourself. Mm-hmm. You really didn't need to call this guy to come in. No. No. But anyway. Oh, so I hope that you guys are having a good time. And I hope that you have a great weekend and a good week. We sure as hell had a good time. <laughs> we, I had a good time. I always have a good time. I can't say we'll we'll have a great weekend because <sighs> Tara's working tomorrow. <sighs> last one, my last one for a little while. I'll I'll, I'll make it. I'll manage. Suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my motto all week. My fucking alarm clock goes off, and I'm like, ugh, suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> Almost the weekend. Tomorrow when I get out of work, I have to take my new PC to my brother so he can transfer some stuff from my old hard drive to this hard drive. So that's going to be my day. Mm -hmm. I'm just fortunate he can get stuff. I lost everything. Fuck. At least you didn't lose the original recordings of our shows. No. And you know what's fucked up? Uh, As I had just backed that stuff up on an external hard drive. And then my fucking computer dies. Back that ass up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh golly. We will see you next week. Perhaps we will have more incredible customer service uh, things. <laughs> uh, we'll give you Police Academy 3 and 4. So, until, <laughs> until next time, Sean! Have a good everything. <laughs>